Look, I know you have a lot going on right now between tests, and I know that midterms are coming up soon, papers, projects, they're all starting to build up, assignments, keeping up with your family and work, I get it. There's a lot to do, and I want to help you with it, but first, I need you to take a deep breath, and seriously, take a deep breath, and listen, because this could be what you need to hear right now as we talk about how to better manage your projects and deadlines in your life. Hello and welcome to Younger, Smarter, Better. I'm Christian Alita, and today we're going to be talking all about project management. And I was thinking about this a little bit earlier before I started getting into it. I was like, I wanted to bring up an analogy, something that I could use that I could really share with you guys to help you guys understand what I'm talking about. So I want to give you this concept, and it's a little bit of an out there concept, so stick with me for a little bit. Confetti bombs. Now, and this sounds a little bit weird, but kind of like one of those confetti poppers, except for the fact that it has a diffuse kit with it. So, and it just, it just creates a huge mess. And the only thing that this confetti thing, confetti bomb does is it creates a huge mess, but it's got a time limit on it. And that's what a lot of these projects are. A lot of these projects is they've got timelines and stuff. And if you don't, either if you don't finish them or if you don't do it within a certain time, it goes off and it's a huge mess. And then all of a sudden it's so chaotic. You've got to clean up all this thing. It takes extra time in addition to clean it up rather than just diffusing and getting out of the way or cleaning it up beforehand. So there's all sorts of these things. And this is an analogy that I want you to think of as we go through and talk about project management. Now that we're actually talking about what we should be talking about, not just confetti bombs that make messes everywhere, I want to give you this idea. This is something that I've talked to a few people, and I was like, okay, if I could remove an issue about school, about like life, what would this issue be if I could just like snap my fingers and then all of a sudden it's gone? And one of the things that I heard most frequently was how do I deal with upcoming assignments, how do I deal with deadlines and all these busy work, all these projects, a lot of it came down to managing the project side of life in school. Because a lot of times, and it's not just in school, there's a lot of times in life where you get handed assignments or just with family and work stuff that pops up and you've got either you have something you need to do either for chores and this sort of stuff that pops up and you're like, okay, now I've got to do this in a certain amount of time. A lot of the times with projects, it's like something like a paper or an assignment where you're given a week or two, like you're only told like once, like for example, for my one um, computer science course, we're given basically one week. We're only told once, like, okay, here, there's an assignment posted, it's due in a week, go do it. And then we get time in class to work on it. Now, a lot of people, what they do is they don't use their time effectively. And this is part comes down to project management. How do you deal with, okay, here's a project, go do it. How do you deal with that? And so I want to think of a few different scenarios. Here's a few different scenarios that I've really thought of was um, for Thanksgiving break is coming up. It's actually next week at the time that I'm recording this. So I, what I would do is, and what I did in the past, is I would go through and before I had breaks, before I was taking days off, I'd go through and say, okay, here's all the things. I, I would go through and I'd talk with the teachers if there's any projects coming up. And I'd say, okay, here's all of the things that I have to do for these classes. Now, how do I do them before the break even starts. And that's what I did as I said, okay, here's the things I know that are going to be due when I get back. Here's the things that I know are going to be due on Monday when I'm, I'm skipping out school. Here's the things that I'm going to be doing 
here's the things that are due that I, I'll be worrying about during break if I don't do them now. I like to think of taking project management as a front-loading so I'm basically, I'm dealing with all of the things, the projects, the anxiety, the stress now, so that when I'm going to be enjoying my weekend, when I'm going to be enjoying my nine-day break, I'm not going to be thinking, oh, did I do that thing? Because I already did it. I did it way before it was due. It's out of the way. That's what I think of as deadlines. Artificial deadlines are the things that allow you to relax. Artificial deadlines are the things that allow you to get more time back in your day. So, for example, I had a computer programming project, I believe it was, that was due basically on Monday. And it was a half day on Monday in the middle of a break. So what I said is, okay, what would it take me to do this project now? How can I make sure that I get this project done, submitted now, so that during break, I don't have to think about it. During my weekend, I won't have to worry about it. So what I did is I came up with a plan. And... What tends to happen, so here's what the standard thing I think of when I hear, oh, you know, I just, I have a really hard time with managing projects or studying for tests or things like that. What I hear people do is like, oh, yeah, you know, I just, I procrastinate and eventually I let the time go slip by and then I have to do it all the night before. I mean, I have friends that still do this where I have one friend who literally spent like four or five hours working on a project the night before it was due, literally turning it in seconds before the due date online. And there's things like that that pop up where I'm wondering where, okay, so one of the things that he told me is I was talking with this person and they were saying, well, you know, it's great that you have all your artificial deadlines and stuff, but I know I can't do that because for me, I know who sets those artificial deadlines and I know that it, it just does, there's no side effects. And I don't want you to think of artificial deadlines as something you're setting on yourself just because, just why not? Because there's reasons we use artificial deadlines. They are a tool in a tool belt to help us get more things done and to enjoy our time. I think of artificial deadlines as a thing that allows me to protect the time that I have. So artificial deadlines are really there to serve you. I don't think of it as like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm spending all this extra time working on this project before it's even due so that, you know, it's like all this stress, anxiety, and all this other stuff, right? I don't think of it like that. What I'm thinking of is if I get this project done now, when I go in the future, when I am in the future, when I'm on my break, when it's some weekend, I can sit down and on Sunday night, I can just relax. Sunday night, I won't be like, oh, or actually, you know what? On Sunday night, I'll be like, okay, is there anything I have to do? I'll go through. I was like, oh, already did that Monday. Already did that on Thursday. Already did it on Friday. I have time to enjoy on Sunday. That is what artificial deadlines are for. That is the secret. That's the key. The key isn't thinking, oh, you know, this is something I'm just adding on top of myself, you know, just to get some extra work done. No, this is the thing I do to protect the time that I can enjoy. That's the secret sauce. And so one of the things I see a lot of people do, so we'll give an example, right? I've given you a project. It's due in 10 days. A lot of people will do is for the first seven days, they won't even really think about the project. They'll just be like, oh, okay, whatever. Project doing seven days. Done that. Been there, done that. You know, I can just do it. And then on like the eighth or ninth day, like two or three days before it's due, like, oh, crap, there's this project. And they'll be like, ah, you know, I've still got a day. I've still got 24 hours or whatever. And so what they'll do is they'll spend like, okay, you know what? It's due in seven hours. So they'll do and they'll sit down and they'll work and they'll work and they'll work and they'll work and they'll end up spending more time working on it that way than they will if they had just done it earlier. They'll end up spending an extra hour to two working on this project on time that they could be enjoying. On their Saturdays and Sunday evenings, they'll be spending an extra hour or two working on a project then 
and getting it done for Monday. For a lot of times for like Monday tests, this is what kind of like, oh, you know, some people and not even studying for some people, they're like, oh, okay, whatever. And they'll just end up studying. And a lot of times what I have happen is people will print out their assignments the day that it is due and not the day before. This is poor project management right there. That is saying, okay, you know what? Because there's so many things. I'll, I'll tell you what. There are so many things that can go wrong if you try to do something the day of. Like, for example, printing out things. A lot of the times, like, I had, I was in the hall, and someone was like, dude, the printer's not working. He came up to me. It was somebody I, I knew, and he was like, dude, I need your help. The printer is not working. I've got to do this. It's I need to print out and hand it in next period. I've got, like, 10 minutes. And I was like, uh, okay, well, I can I can try and help, but, like, you know, it's two in 10 minutes. There's not much you can do in 10 minutes. So I went through. I was like, okay, we'll try this printer. Uh, that printer didn't work. We'll try this printer. And he was like, dude, this I'll get a zero if I don't turn this in right now. And so we went through, and we went through one printer to the next, and they weren't working because they up, the school updated their printer system literally, like, last week. So we went through and tried to set it up, and it, I don't know what happened, but I'm going to assume that he didn't wasn't able to print it because we went through and tried all the printers. So there's things like that. This is what artificial deadlines really help with. And so the process of going through this and thinking of our confetti, our confetti bombs, right? The confetti bomb is something that just kind of, we can we can set it back on a shelf, right? And we can just let it tick and tick and tick. Eventually, it's worth more and more. It becomes more and more stress, more and more anxiety as it gets further and further down the line. So the secret is really with these confetti bombs is to really diffuse them as soon as possible and, and front load the project. So what I like to do is I, okay, so here's the ultimate, here's the ultimate way to think of things. When you get a project, spend 15 minutes on it. The day you get that project, spend 15 minutes and you don't even have to necessarily do anything on the project. You just have to come up with a game plan. You say, okay, I'm getting this computer project. Here's the things that I need to work on. Here's what I need to focus on or think about. And then just doing that, even if you weren't to work the rest of the time and you were only like waiting until the end again, just doing that, just thinking about sitting down, spending 15 minutes, 15 minutes on a project and thinking about, okay, here's the things that I have to do. Here's the thing I should be thinking about. And just putting on the back burner of your brain, your brain will start thinking about these things and think about how do I do this? How do I work about this in the back of your mind? You'll go about and you can enjoy the rest of your day and it'll just think in the back of your mind and come up with the ideas that you can get to work on the project. Now, I don't suggest you just work 15 minutes and then completely forget about it. What I suggest you do is you spend 15 minutes, you say, okay, here's the things I have to do. And then you come up with a game plan because these are the most valuable 15 minutes you can spend. You can say, okay, you know what? This is due next Monday. I don't want to work on it during the weekend. So how do I get it done? Here's an artificial deadline. How do I get it done by Friday? Friday is the new deadline because I don't want to work on it during the weekend. That's what I do. I say, okay, Friday's the deadline. Here's what I do. Uh, I got Monday. I can work about, you know, 15, 20 minutes. I can spend working on this project. I can like come up with a game plan. Here's what I need to do. And then on Tuesday, I'll start working on this part of it. I'll work on like an hour. I'll set aside an hour and say, okay, Monday, because Monday is a really long day. I can just throw in an extra hour there and then I can enjoy the rest of the time. So I go in, I'll throw an hour here, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then I want to kind of start slowing down. I'm going to be done by Friday. So I want to make sure that by Friday, it's completely done. I don't have to worry about it. So you really, artificial deadlines, there's two artificial deadlines that comes to these projects. Especially with programming projects, what you'll realize is that it's not just, oh, you know, finish the project and work. Work does not necessarily equal out progress because sometimes you can work and then you get an error or you get a bug and now you've got to redo some part that you worked on. And that's a lot of the times what happens with these projects that have 
um, some sort of functioning piece to them is that we create the functioning piece and then all of a sudden it breaks and then we've got to spend extra time to figure out how to break it which is, or figuring out how to fix it. So what you have to do is you have to basically say artificial deadline is Friday, but I want to start wrapping it up around Thursday or Wednesday because then there you have time and you have a buffer in addition to your – so basically a artificial deadline is a buffer for yourself so that you can relax. And when you add an extra one saying like, okay, I want to make sure that the functionality piece of it is done and there's no errors or no bugs by a certain deadline – then what you can do is you say, okay, now I can just finish writing out the paperwork that goes along with this or do this, that, and the other. For your confetti bombs, this is basically saying, okay, I know that if I start working on this and it goes off, I know that I have time to clean it up and clean up the mess and get on to the next one and be able to enjoy that time. Instead of having it blow up last second and confetti going everywhere and you'd be like rapidly trying to clean it up everywhere and getting paint off the walls and this sort of thing and that sort of thing. These are like dangerous confetti bombs, by the way. They got paint in them too. It's super annoying. So I suggest getting as much time in the beginning of a project and working on it then and trying to avoid having to clean it up last minute because those are the worst because there's so much, there's so much more stress and anxiety working on a project before its due date in terms of like two seconds before it's due than there is working on it a week beforehand and that makes it so that being just being able to relax and do the project also helps you do the project because you can do it more effectively and you can get it done faster the the earlier you do it you can get it done faster as long as you set a deadline i i like to think of it as there's a uh I believe it's Parkinson's law. Basically, a, a task takes as much time as you give it. So what a lot of people do is they procrastinate and they say, okay, you know what? This thing is due in a week. I'll take a week to do it. And they'll say, okay, over the course of the week, to work on it. And the project will take one week to do because you give it one week to do. If you give it an artificial deadline, say, okay, this thing, it's only going to take me three days to do. You will finish it in those three days. That is... It's something is the only reason why procrastination works is because you say, okay, I've, this is due in three hours. I've got to finish it in three hours. That's the only reason because ta a task takes up the time that we give it. So de artificial deadlines gives us more time back in our day because we say we're not going to let this project go out of hand. We're not going to give it more time than it's necessary. And that's kind of part of Parkinson's law. So we start off with a deadline and we work backwards. Okay, here's the, this is basically my five, six step process. Start with the deadline, say, okay, this is due on Monday, and then you work backwards. Okay, I know I don't want to work on Saturday or Sunday. So I'm going to say, all right, artificial deadline, second step, artificial deadline is Friday. Now here's how I do things on Monday. Now you start the chunking up process. Okay, I know that getting the the main part of the program working, I need to get done by Tuesday, third or Tuesday or Wednesday time frame, and I can start working on the paperwork or the problems for that sort of thing on like Wednesday and Thursday. I don't want to start wrapping it up and submitting it on Friday. So these are sort of like the chunking up, setting milestones, and then another thing you can do on top of this is using the uh, the poor. Pormodormo technique. I, sorry, I'm awful pronouncing. It basically it means tomato in some language because of the tomato timers that they used. Um, but basically, you spend 25 minutes and you focus time on a project, then five, 10 minute break, and that really helps you start getting on. This is the fourth tip. Really helps you start getting into the project and helps you really start looking at the wires. And so you look at your confetti bomb and you're like, okay, here's all the wires. I you can really focus on that time. Get rid of distractions. Get rid of notifications, alarms, and you really just sit there and you focus and you say okay here's the green wire here's the red wire here's i know how to work this thing you're saying here's how the mechanism works and you really focus in on that time another thing you can do is and i've been talking about this the whole time is front loading the project front loading the project basically means you get it done asap 
it means that you if you were to think of it as a scale right then you say how much time and effort you put in on this thing and you say you're putting all your effort and your time in the front part of the scale rather than in the later half and what a lot of procrastinators do is they put it in the later half so you look at this project on a timeline and you say, okay, I'm going to work on this project now and get it done as soon as possible rather than waiting for it to do. And a lot of people what I think have difficulty is seeing the value of it. I think what a lot of people do is they don't do it because they don't see any value in it. And they're like, okay, yeah, it's due, whatever. I don't really care. They don't see the value in setting aside time and setting artificial deadlines because they don't realize that you can enjoy your – the secret is – and I've talked about this before and I'll say it again because it is so important – the secret of artificial deadlines, of project planning, budgeting, all this stuff is so that you can enjoy more of your time. You can enjoy more of your life. You can enjoy more of your money. All of these planning techniques really is about how do you enjoy more and prioritize what you want. There's two parts of this. How do you get more enjoyment out of what you have and how do you prioritize and put the things that are really important up front and on top instead of putting them on the bottom of your list? That's what planning, that's what project management is about. How do I enjoy my weekends? How do I enjoy my days off more? And how do I use that? And part of it is realizing that's the goal. The goal isn't necessarily get everything done and do more and more and more and more. The goal is to enjoy what you have. The goal is to do the best job that you can. That is the goal. The goal is to enjoy what you have and to get the most out of it and keeping the first thing the first thing or keeping the main thing the main thing. That is what we're looking for. So we've come through and we talked about this confetti bomb idea where, you know, this project is ticking on and we got to like diffuse it as fast as possible and just like getting an idea of, okay, here's this wire, here's that wire, getting the objectives planned out, chunking up the different progress things, saying, okay, I want to get this done now or getting this done soon by this time so that I don't have it explode in my face and I have to clean it up last minute. If I start working on it now and if it goes off, then fine, I can clean it up and I don't have to worry about time. It's really setting artificial deadlines is about making sure that you don't have to stress when it comes to the due lag. It makes sure that you don't have to stress when the deadline comes up. That is project management that is artificial deadlines that is what is important it's like saying okay you know what i've got this break i'm not going to worry about projects during the break i hear people talk about oh you know i'm so busy with this that and the other and that's all right but it's like okay you know what if you're so busy during your break is it really a break or is it just working on stuff on your free time because that's really like, people are like, oh, you know, I can just do it later. I see my school time as time that's specifically blocked off for schoolwork. Because if you think about it, why should I be spending my time at home during my free time, during the time that I can enjoy, work on YSB, and help other people out? Why should I be spending that time on the stuff that I have schoolwork? That's why, I like, when I'm sitting through, like, for example, I had a project that was due on Monday. And it was for a seventh period class, and it was around third period. This was the last day before break, so all the classes were really winding down. There wasn't really a lot to do. So what I did is it was I realized that I had this thing due Thursday. I was or I was third period, so towards the beginning half of the day. And I was like, okay, you know what? What would it take me to get this project done, completely done, so that I don't have to worry about it on Saturday, Sunday, or Monday? What would it take me to do right now during this day? I only have a few hours to do it. What would it take to do that? So I sent through third period i came up with an idea of how i was going to do it and then i spent my lunch period i spent my english period and my math period because we weren't doing anything in those classes and i just focused on the 
project. I just sat down and I just sat down through lunch and I wrote out some program on paper and I wrote down this thing. I wrote down, it was a seven paper project. It took up seven sheets of paper to do, but I did it before the class, before seventh period when it was due. I finished it then. And that allowed me to spend my weekend, allowed me to enjoy my time so much more because I said, okay, you know what? How can I do this with this artificial deadline? It goes back to the Parkinson's law of saying, okay, I'm only going to give this project till seventh period. How do I finish it? And then I was able to do it. And this is how you do it. This is, you say, artificial deadlines. So going back, recapping on the whole episode to give you back, we're talking about confetti bombs and that these things, they're the projects and stuff, the tests, the assignments, the papers that will blow up in your face if you give them the opportunity to, if you say, if you don't give them enough time, and if you don't set artificial deadlines, they will blow up in your face, and you have to do so much more work than is necessary to get the project done. So how you do this is you start by looking at the due date that is given to you, the absolute end due date when the project is due, and you work backwards. You say, okay, how can I enjoy my time? How can I protect my time that I want to enjoy? How do I set a shorter due date so that I can get this done. How much time is it going to actually take me? You start thinking through that. You set milestones. You chunk up the project at hand. And then you use the Pomodoro technique, the tomato technique as it's called, of 25 minutes working, 5 minutes relaxing. And work on that of focused time on that project. And then you start to front load project. When you get a project, the first thing you should do is plan it out. Create a plan. The first thing you do when you get a project is say, what do I have to work on? What am I looking at? And you come up with just 15 minutes. That's all it takes. And you come up with a plan for that project and then what you do is you start to work on it on the time that you have available to you if you have time in your lunch period and you don't have anyone you talk to on Sundays or you study hall take advantage of the time you have when you're supposed to be working to actually get work done and not only work done that's due right now but make sure you get done that's due in a week or make sure you get stuff that's out of your way so you can enjoy and enjoy your time and set your priorities and keep the things that you want to do on the top of your to-do list And with all that said, I want to talk to you about YSB in general. So right now we have reached hundreds of people with helpful information that could change their lives. And I need your help to reach thousands more within the next year. So if you learned something new from this episode, why should you keep it from your friends? Why should you keep this information from other people? I want your help in reaching the thousands of people, reaching and helping other people's lives. So if you could help me on that, that would be a huge help. Share this podcast and share this episode with a few friends if you learned something so that they can learn something too. Maybe they'll be able to start setting deadlines and they won't have this stress when it comes to these big projects. And just doing that could help out a huge, huge amount. And if you want to get more information and tips and tricks, if we're going to talk about the Pomodoro technique, all these different little tips and techniques, follow us on Instagram at YSBToday. Uh, It's in the link in the description. You can find all that information down there. I want to thank you so much for listening to this episode. It really means a lot. And as always, stay hungry for knowledge.